In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm going to share with you something that changed absolutely everything for me. When views are low, when sales aren't coming in, when nothing seems to work, I'm going to share with you a few different strategies that have all supported me in continuing to build my dream business. Let's cue that intro and get this episode going. Hey, I'm Rachel Peterson, marketing expert and queen of social media. The question entrepreneurs are always asking is how do I make social media work? How do I make money with social media for my clients and for myself? We're going to break it down on this episode of Social Media Secrets. Hey everyone, it's me, your host, Rachel. Okay, so I want to talk about this because sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it feels like you're pushing, 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 trying to make something happen, and it feels like no matter what you do, all doors are being slammed in your face. People are saying, no, people don't believe in you. You're starting to even wonder if you believe in yourself. Does that sound about right? And sometimes you hear the advice to keep going, keep going, no matter what. And sometimes you hear the advice, if something's not working, you have to change how do you know what the right path is, right? Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys a few different strategies that are really helpful for me in that season when it feels like nothing is working, nothing's moving, nothing's getting traction. Sound familiar? Okay, so the very first thing that I do is I get really quiet with myself, uh, with, for me, what I call God. Some people say source or universe or whatever it is that you believe in. So I get really quiet with God. And I, I ask, what is it that you want from me? What is it that I'm meant to create in this world? What is it? What is this vision for my life? What is this supposed to all come together as? And this is, sounds really interesting and crazy, so stick with me because I know this is really like kind of woo-woo. Some people love woo-woo, some people don't, so there's just a little like bypass real fast. Um, I'm a huge fan, though, of asking clearly for vision. A lot of times people make decisions based on the limited information and knowledge that they have about their future. We really don't have a ton of information about our futures, right? We don't know what the path is going to look like. We don't know who's going to join our lives, who's going to exit our lives. We don't know uh, where we're going to end up, what things are going to look like, how things are going to unfold. And so what's difficult is sometimes we can get really impatient in the journey. You know, um, I want you to imagine for a second, you know, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know how it's a, it's a three movie series where the goal is to throw the ring into, what is it? The, the, the gates of Mordor, right? Like you got to throw it into the pit of fire. If it were not for that clear end goal, it would be very difficult for all of the members of the Lord of the Rings to make that journey. It would be very difficult for them to understand the importance of getting to that end and for them to keep on going if they didn't know what was at the end of this journey or what was at the next step in that journey. And so what I truly, truly believe is that when you are asking for expecting, hoping for uh, really and truly a vision for what your future is going to look like, or at least a little glimpse of it, it makes it a lot easier to take that path and make it happen. So when I ask for a vision, I feel like within a couple of days, weeks, or even months, it's almost always given to me very clearly. One time I asked for a vision. I will give you guys a huge warning about this, okay? One time I asked for a vision and I was literally 
experiencing an audible voice that told me to quit drinking. And I've talked more about that in different episodes of this podcast, but I was literally given an audible message that I could hear out loud. I was the only one in the room. And so I was like, I wish someone else had heard that. That was crazy. So when you ask for vision, just ask for it consistently. Ask for it in the morning. Ask for it at night. Ask for it when you're not sure what the next step is. Just continually say, give me vision. Give me vision. I'm, I, I want to see the vision. I also sometimes like to thank, thank God, thank source for vision. Uh, and I always say that because I want to be respectful of other people's beliefs and religions. Um, but start thinking for the vision. And so oftentimes when I feel stuck, I just start saying, thank you so much for the beautiful vision for our future. Thank you so much. And I sit with expectation and belief that it's going to happen. What it, whatever that vision is going to look like, it's going to be given very, very clearly. So that's the first thing that I do. And like I said, it's really important to ask for vision. Not everybody gets a clear picture of exactly what their lives are going to look like. Sometimes people ask me, where do you want to be in five years? And I'm like, happy. That's very difficult for me to express in five years. I know what the vision is for 10, 20, 40 years from now. I know what the vision is at the end of my life, but I can't tell you what the vision is in five years because I just want to be happy along the journey towards that vision. The second big thing that I want to challenge you to do is to find someone that you respect. Now, I want to be clear about two things. Number one, it should be someone that you respect for their results that they have achieved, okay? So you respect the results that they've achieved. You would trade places with them. You enjoy looking at the progress that they've had. Maybe some of the goals are overlapping. Maybe their vision is similar to yours. Um, so that's one part of it. But the second part is you have to make sure that you respect who they are and how they show up in the world. Now, the reason that I say that is because I know plenty of marketing, entrepreneurship, business coaches who say things that I think are really damaging for families. Uh, I've heard time and time again, coaches and mentors saying like, forget your feelings. Your feelings are stupid. Your feelings don't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, if you have kids, if you really cared about your kids, you would hustle, you would make things happen. I've heard incredibly damaging advice given out to parents, to families, to moms who are dealing with complex issues behind the scenes. And so I highly recommend as you're thinking about who's this person I want to ask for advice, do you respect the results of who they are? Like, do I respect the way that they treat others? Do I respect uh, the way that they're bringing good into the world? No one's expected to be perfect, but do I respect the way that they're showing up on their journey? So do I respect the results and do I respect who they are? Okay, so those two things in, in place. You've got the person that you respect. Ask them for their honest feedback. And there's two different ways they like to ask for feedback, okay? So this is really important. I work with a team of amazing people. But I also work with a team of people who are contrarians. That includes my husband, Paul. That includes uh, Justin Tom to an extent. That includes Kellyanne. That includes actually quite a few more people on our team. And that's a good thing. I'm not surrounded by yes people. I'm surrounded by people who don't agree with me on a lot of things. And that's a really, really, really important thing to have in your life. So I ask for their feedback on ideas one of two ways. I either say, can I get your open and honest feedback on this? And that means you have clearance 
to tell me if this is silly, tell me if this is stupid, tell me if I'm missing something, tell me what's wrong, tell me what I'm not seeing, poke holes in it. The other side is I'm very clear with them and I pre-frame it and I say, okay, this idea is brand new and I don't want negative feedback right now. I want to be super clear this idea is brand new. I'm looking for validation or encouragement. And by clearly expressing and the expectations that I have and what I'm open to, it's super helpful. So you ask the person that you respect one of those two questions in one of those two ways. And then that way they can either give you the encouragement for like, okay, so you've decided you want to do this. This is the path I would take. Or they could say, hey, listen, I know that you think this is a great idea, but I don't think that's going to fit where you want to go. So you get feedback in either of the two ways and it's really helpful. Okay. I think that that can be a game changer. Sometimes I will meet with mentors and coaches and people that I've hired as consultants and learn something about an industry I never knew. For example, uh, when I work in, we're working in kind of the software space just a little bit, starting to get our feet wet in there and having uh, someone that we are contracting with on my team who can say, this is a really, this, this communication, this tool is a really bad idea. And here's why. But this path is going to save you is a game changer. As we were going into our book deal, uh, having my amazing agent, I can hear my kids thumping around upstairs, um, having an amazing agent in place who says, hey, listen, I love you. And I know you're not super comfortable with hard negotiations, but this is where I can come in and do this for you. And you can be the good guy and I can be the bad guy. So bringing people in that really give you great feedback can be super helpful in the guidance of things. Now, if you really believe in something and it is not working, it's time to look for a new way of making it happen. Oftentimes, and I'm just going to give a little tough love for a second. So if you don't like tough love, please turn this off. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to paths, I heard Steve Harvey once say, when you are sitting there banging on a door and no door is opening or the door isn't opening and you keep banging on it, banging on it, banging on it. Sometimes you don't need to give up just because that door didn't open. You just need to go down the hall and there's a different door that opens. But sometimes I see people say knocking on doors isn't working for me when there's literally a door right down the hallway from them. They'll say, maybe I should try sending out flyers or maybe I should do calls. And they'll try that thing for 2.5 seconds, more like 7 to 10 days before they say it doesn't work. When in truth, they haven't fully stayed committed to that path long enough in order to see it through to completion. Uh... Sometimes we get so set on the how that we miss the real how. We decide the how. And the truth is, how things unfold is one of the coolest surprises of this entire journey. Sometimes I'll say, this is the client I want. And I'm so set on that client being the one that I want that I'm missing the dream client right in front of me. So sometimes you have to just like, wake up a little bit and look around you and say, are there other opportunities? Are there other things that I could be doing? Or do I need to stick with this path? Do I need to stick with this path and just go down the hall a little bit? Do I need to go past 10 days? Do I need to do 30 days? 
I know you're probably listening to this and you're like, ugh, I wanted you to just give me one piece of advice, but the truth is life just isn't that simple and we are complex beings. One of the best things you can do is find somebody who is going to say, hey, listen, based on your personality type, I'm going to push you right here and then I'm going to ease up right here. But then also you have to know when to fight for yourself. I've worked with a lot of coaches and mentors who have pushed when I was done with pushing and I had to learn to say for myself, hey, listen, I appreciate you so much and I love when you push me. This one's not one I'm going to budge on. So you can push me again next time and I want to encourage you to, but this is one that I really believe in and I'm going to continue to walk down this path and I could be wrong and that's okay, but I'm going to follow this path because it feels right. So you have to find someone that flexes with you, but then you also have to communicate yourself exactly what you expect. So the complex answer to this is how do you handle it when nothing seems to work? It depends. Try a few of these strategies and you'll be amazed, I think, especially with the first one, what you're going to find. If you want to learn more about mentorship and masterminding with me and the amazing members of The Social Click, head to clickforlife.com. That's C-L-I-Q-U-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,